0: This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show podcast. Oh, he lifts the pirate. What's it goal. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Al Dhuri on Pulse 95. Nice strike. Oh, better than nice. Wonderful. Uh, let's get ready to rumble. Salam and welcome to the Halftime Show with Omar Al Dhuri. I am your host, coming to everything sport. International, local, hope you're having a blessed day wherever you're tuned in around the world, whether it's 95 FM, pulse95radio.com, our app, Charger Broadcasting Authority. Or even if you're chilling at home, watching us live on YouTube. Thank you very much for connecting with us today. And I guarantee you the show is going to be on fire because Toby Harris is in the building today and we're talking all sorts of good stuff. Now on the show and in Reset, we normally talk about recovery, but it's often the pillar that we actually neglect. So how about this? How about I bring you a specialist that specializes in podiatry and lower limb medicine, a sports therapy specialist here to talk to us about the pillar that we often overlook. His holistic approach on recovery is what brought my attention to him. With the world currently highlighting the importance of working out and staying healthy, we discuss the power of recovery and what methods you can incorporate into your daily routine to get the best results possible. We're going to be talking about deep tissue, massage, acupuncture, trigger point therapy, and a whole lot more on the only place to be at three, the Halftime Show on Pulse95. This is the Halftime Show. With Omar oh, Adori. Oh, on oh, oh. 95, 95. 95. Oh, he loves the
1: fire that... What a goal. This is the halftime show
0: with Omar Adori on Pulse 95. Nice strike. Oh, better than nice. One. Uh. We are back. Welcome back to the Halftime Show with Omar al I'm your host, coming. Everything Sport International Local. Thank you very much for tuning in. You know what, guys? We, we, we speak about a lot here on the show. Just drop my other... Sorry, TikTokers. We speak a, a lot about here on the show about training and mental health and mental fitness and gut health and so many good things. But one of the things that, you know, I might have neglected for a couple of weeks now is recovery. And who better than Toby Harris to bring him here on the show? Let's give him a round of applause. Hey, there you go. Toby, how you doing? Good,
1: Omar. Thanks for having me. It's my first time on the radio, so honored to be here as your guest. Oh,
0: man. Honestly, I'll tell you something about this guy. You know, I've been speaking to this guy for a while now, and we've done this show about four times. (laughs) We've we've chatted um, about recovery, health, fitness, uh, well-being, and so many good things. So I know he's going to be terrific. Um, Toby, recovery is probably one of the most overlooked pillars in goal setting. Why is that?
1: I think a lot of people when they when they set their goals or they sit down with a program uh, or they're trying to do it themselves quite often i think if they take a step back to recover or a day off or a rest day and some people program in active recovery too, I think they think that they, they're maybe not going to go forward. You know, if you've, if you've planned something in and you have a goal, you feel like you need to do everything you can to get there um, and taking a rest day or a rest week or uh, some trainers call it a deloading week, some people, they don't see the results um, because you've taken a step back from maybe the intensity. Mm. And I think people... They're, they're scared that they're going to lose the gains that they've made yeah. um, but also I think there's just a general lack of knowledge as well mm. you, you know about training or you see people lifting weights to get strong and big in the body that they want but you don't see there's nothing cool or exciting or interesting about stretching often or mm. or getting a bit of massage things like that so I think it's overlooked because people don't know enough about it mm. and maybe they're scared that they're not going to get to where they want to go absolutely in the time scale that they want to be there
0: absolutely and there's so many ways to recover and i know you deal with so many athletes from all around the world in different types of sports when it comes down to recover what are the ways you recommend to re- re- to recover for different types of athletes or even just gym enthusiasts so recovery
1: can be broken down into so many different ways and it includes making sure that you get enough sleep making sure that you're eating and refueling your body properly, Mm -hmm. Uh, making sure that you're um, diversifying and changing your training so that it's specific to your sport or the the things that you want to do. Loads of people ask me what's important about or what should I do to avoid pain after training or to avoid an injury or I've got an ache or a niggle. Um, And it's about working around those things so that people can continue to train, I think is important, or continue to do things um, without... Taking a step back on their training, which like we just spoke about people are scared maybe to do active recovery or or some kind of therapy because they think they're going to lose their their gains. Mm-hmm. So sleep, food and Accessory work, I think, things that complement what your overall goal
0: is, mm-hmm. aside from your specific training, is really going to help. Yeah, and there are several things that we often hear about. I'm going to shoot them your way and let me know the importance of them. Deep tissue. Now, when it comes down to massage, there's different forms of massage. How important is getting a deep tissue massage to be able to sustain your goals? So, massage is super important because it's going to
1: essentially reset your your muscles. Mm-hmm. All right. So, when you get a massage. Say for example, you're a bit achy, you're a bit stiff, you're a bit sore, yeah. uh, instantly that massage is going to help you uh, relax, it's going to help the muscles recover, it's going to stimulate blood flow, it's going to push toxins and bad things, the byproducts of exercise that are sitting inside the, the cells and inside the muscle, it's going to push them out um, and help the, help the body recover. So a deep tissue massage, super important one, it's going to make you feel good, people like massages. Um, too usually instantly as soon as you stand up you feel a benefit and it helps with that recovery process as well.
0: Yeah, and, and it's interesting you say that because amongst those things there's there's a couple of other things. Cupping. What about cupping? What's this what's the what's this secret about cupping that gets people to come back? So cupping's
1: really interesting because it's actually come about loads on social media recently and some of you might have seen uh the rock posted a picture about him getting cupping for the first time recently uh and that's sparked a a huge interest in it too um cuppings essentially it's an ancient sort of chinese medicine Uh, it's Mm -hmm. like an additional uh type of medicine but what it does is um it acts as uh a suction so if for those of you that are listening that don't know what cupping is cupping is when you take a Uh, a physical cup Uh, Mm -hmm. they used to be ceramic but now often they're plastic you put them on the skin above a muscle that's tight or injured Mm -hmm. um, and create a suction through it and there's two different types of cupping one is wet one is dry Mm -hmm. Um, I often use dry cupping which is creating essentially a vacuum within the cup Mm -hmm. what that cup does is it sucks blood into the area and Mm -hmm. you guys might have seen people uh, with cupping done um, because they get these circular bruises all over their body Mm. Um, so essentially what these circular bruises are is the cups wherever they're placed they suck blood into the area so you're getting more blood more oxygen more nutrients into that area Mm -hmm. so it helps with your recovery it helps by pulling out the the toxins and the byproducts from the cells. It helps those cells regenerate, rejuvenate, mm-hmm. and when you put a cup on the skin, you can see it physically sucks up into the cup. It's physically mm-hmm. stretching the um, the fascia and the other tissue around um, the muscle. And then when you relieve it or take it off, it's a it's a natural release yeah. of the muscle too. So there's lots of there's lots of theories as to how cupping can help and is coming more and more into the public eye. I think because of how
0: visual it is and people love posting that kind of stuff on their social media yeah absolutely and the other thing just before we go into the break is acupuncture now again we've seen acupuncture we've seen dry needling all sorts of different things what are the benefits of that so there
1: are there are points all over the body that are pressure points Mm -hmm. Um, and everybody's heard the term pressure points Um, Essentially, there are areas of the body where there is additional tension um, within the muscle, and uh, quite often it's believed again, acupuncture. It's another sort of Chinese medicine mm-hmm. um, that there are certain points on the body where you put when you push them or give them the, the pressure mm-hmm. that it relieves ailments and issues elsewhere in the body. And lots of people use acupuncture for all kinds of things, helping them with their sleep, mm-hmm. uh, helping relieve stress. Uh, people use it for weight loss. Um, I like it for releasing muscle tension. For me, in in my working with athletes and working with people that are putting their bodies through a lot of strain and stress. Putting acupuncture needles into the right areas, using them in the right ways are very, in my experience very effective at relaxing,
0: releasing muscles, tight muscles. Fantastic. And there you have it, folks, that's just segment one. I told you it was gonna be good. And shout out to everyone who's tuned on Instagram and also on TikTok. Dali, Sufyan, Mohammed, um, you've got Mustafa, you've got Laith, Goran, Almas, Haida, Maria the other Mustafa and Nina Farhat as well and Shakib and everyone else thank you very much and Almas as well uh, thank you very much for tuning in stay tuned for more because we're going really really into it now on the recovery factor on the only place to be at three the halftime show on Pulse 95 this is the halftime show with Omar Adouri 95. oh he loves the fire that
1: what a goal this is the
0: halftime show with Omar Adouri on Pulse95. Nice strike. Oh, better than nice. Wonderful. Uh, let's get ready to rumble. Yes, we are back. Welcome back to the Halftime Show with Omar Do we got some wicked questions during the break uh, with Toby Harris, my guest today. Talking about recovery, actually, one of the things that... A lot of us probably surpass and we don't really spend as much time recovering. And I'm one of those people that probably has been guilty of that in the past. And even more now has been brought to my attention following produ- publishing research that it is such an important domino in our lifestyle, especially when it comes down to longevity. Uh told me some really good questions in the break. And a lot of people talking about active recovery, you mm. might have triggered that word off when you said that in the first segment. And Mustafa was saying, can we know more about active recovery? What would be considered for active recovery?
1: So active recovery is when you, you may have a rest day or you have a, a rest period between uh, reps or the activity that you're doing, but it's essentially when you're, when you're doing something um, and not just being sedentary and sitting down. So active recovery could be a, a swim, could be a walk, could be a jog, for example, I used to be a sprinter, and in between our reps, instead of just sitting and allowing the muscles to fill with uh, lactic acid um, and for our legs to get heavy, we would jog between our between our reps mm. because it's keeping the blood flow circulating, it's keeping the heart pumping. The heart doesn't drop too much, yeah. so you don't have to increase it again. So that's that short-term uh, active recovery w- within a session could be a, a small jog or a walk rather than sitting down and taking a break. Like say you're you're doing rolling subs in a in a football game or what have you instead of sitting down you want to stand up move around keep things moving keep the blood pumping Uh, and that's going to help just stop some of the byproducts of of exercise sitting within the muscles Um, in terms of training through the week having a rest day is real important and active recovery is maybe going out for a cycle or jumping into the sea we're lucky here in the UAE we can go swimming in the sea and that can be our active recovery so it's doing something that's going to keep your body moving keep things ticking over uh, keep the muscles working rather than just sitting sedentary and getting stuck getting sticky uh, just helps keep your keep your body alive
0: yeah because almas was asking as well she's like active recovery for footballers specifically while Mustafa was talking about boxes she's like i always feel like i'm doing too much or not enough how do you get the right balance when it comes to active recovery
1: so it's it goes from person to person from sport to sport I don't know an awful lot about the physiology between male and female athletes but Mm -hmm. women need different recovery from men also Um, so that's something interesting that I'm going to go away and and look up but sport specific for example say you're you're a soccer player and you're playing football a lot and you're doing a lot of running maybe going and running a 5 or a 10k is is not the best thing for your active recovery because you're continually pounding the the joints, you do a lot of running doing soccer training, maybe your active recovery could be something else, a walk or a cycle or a Mm. swim, something that moves the muscles and uses a muscle in a slightly different way yeah so when you're doing specific training you're quite often moving your body in a in a certain rhythm or or a certain movement yeah uh, and it's good for the body uh, the joints the muscles the ligaments sure, everything to add some additional movements in there so that it helps with their with with the support system around them i guess so doing something a little different
0: is it as much mental as it is physical the active recovery stage
1: yeah how many people listening um actually do a, an active rec- a recovery session where they where they get up and go for a jog when it's not a training day mm. or they actually think you know what i'm going to sit on my foam roller and i'm going to use it or i'm going to pick up that massage gun that i have and pound it into my leg yeah. how many of you guys listening actually do that and I, if you're sitting there thinking oh i can see it over there but i'm not using it yeah it, maybe it's because there's Um, you don't have the knowledge so you're unsure so so you don't want to do it or it's time consuming and it's boring and maybe you don't see a result Mm. so I think just trying it get 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 on your foam roller and see how you feel stretch see how you feel go for a walk or a jog today yeah
0: and see how you feel you're gonna feel better afterwards mm. yeah hey there, there's the question 4215 It-salat or do or slide into my dms at omar duri and tell me how many of you guys at home do have let's say a massage gun or do have a foam roller lying around that probably has a bit of dust on it be honest and let me know and then we'll actually go over that in the show maria asks do different athletes rec- require different recovery?
1: Yes. So, for example, mm-hmm. you are uh, an athlete if you play lawn bowls, yeah. where you're rolling your balls across the, the grass to get them close to the target, and then you're an athlete if you're an Ironman. But those recoveries from from those two activities are going to be different, right? Mm-hmm. Because they're they they are different activities. They're physically demanding on the body in different ways, and yeah. so, some are mental, um, and some are physical. So yeah, different sports, different sports people require different types of recovery. And whatever that might be depends on the type of person you are, your mindset, your age, whether you've had any injuries or any issues before. Yeah. Um, whether you're training for an event, your recovery is going to be different from whether or not you're, you're just maintenance training. Mm. So yeah, d- it depends on the athlete's journey. Um, but recovery is different. There's no set thing for everyone to do the same.
0: And and uh, Almas actually raises a good point. I think this is what she means. She's like he is referring to low impact exercises. Does active recovery normally have to be quite low impact? If you're doing anything higher impact, higher intensity, yeah. Typically you're you're not recovering.
1: So when your heart rate gets to a a certain level yeah. um and you're working at a high intensity or or a high rate, you start to uh, kick in your cns your mm. central nervous system yes so and that works the body real hard things start to fry a little bit if you're working into that high level zone mm. so if your active recovery is pushing your body back into that zone even if you're doing a different activity you're not really resting and recovering so mm. you're typically active recovery the key, the keys in the word recovery yeah to recover you're taking it easy yeah, yeah? so your activity is going to be slightly slightly less demanding on the body than um than your
0: intensity training Mm. and a lot of the times the reason why people do start to feel that they might need uh, to give themselves time to recover is because scar tissue now scar tissue plays a big role in the way our body functions what is it about scar tissue that you 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 need to focus on to be able to prevent injury
1: okay it's a good question Mm. so um let's talk about what scar tissue is essentially it's uh Everybody knows what a knot is in their muscle or they feel a knot behind their shoulder blades or they feel a knot in their calf or they've got a tight area. Um, it's an area of muscle that's been uh, damaged through whatever reason, whether it's trauma or impact or activity. Um, and these cells are recovering or they've been damaged to a point where they're unable to r- recover as effectively as, some, as this, some of the cells around them in the muscle or in the tendon. Yeah. Um, and then when you continue to do the activity, those cells that haven't recovered properly, they're not as flexible or um, as able to perform the activity mm-hmm. as the other Tissue around it, yeah. so then they don't work properly. They start to get a little bit tight, um, and that's where the sort of the muscle is, uh, sorry, the knot is formed. Mm-hmm. Um, or if you have an issue or an injury, like you you pull your hamstring um, when you're sprinting, and then it recovers, but as it recovers, all the cells and all the tissues are not recovering fully. Um, you end up with sort of lumpy, bumpy areas in the muscle that you can feel, and a lot of yeah. people refer to them as knots. So that's sort of scar tissue is basically damage to the to the muscle. Mm. Um, when you go to do your activity at high intensity and you need the flexibility from the muscle, the scar tissued areas don't have the same flexibility, the same elasticity as the tissue around it. Yeah. Um, so that will then, if you go to push on it, can, can, can create injuries within that muscle further. So to break down scar tissue is often a painful process and I think somebody asked a question earlier um, or said that sports massage is painful. So sports massage for example is a great way or deep tissue massage to get rid of scar tissue because you're breaking down the muscle, you're breaking down the the fascia, you're breaking down the cells that are damaged, getting the blood flow in there to help them recover. Um, Needling as well is something that people use to help break down that hard and scar tissue the the non repaired cells um, to make them looser to get the blood in there so that when you go back to your activity they're at a, put, a position where they can stretch the way that this the other tissue around it needs to to do your activity
0: Yeah, fantastic Love it um, Almas is, is adding to that and saying I started to, to take recovery seriously after Coach Omar said I walked like an old lady after reset sessions Almas is 13 <laughs> Well done Almas um, Right, the big debate that we're going to be talking about next is ice versus heat and we hear that all the time in the fitness industry. So you're going to have to stay tuned for more on the only place to be at three, the halftime show on Pulse 95. This is the halftime show with Omar Adouri on Pulse 95. Oh, he loves the
1: pilot. What This is the halftime show with Omar Adouri on
0: Pulse 95. Nice strike! It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar al your boy, your host, and your friend on Pulse 95 Radio, the heart of Sharjah. Thank you very much for tuning in with me today. I've had just as much fun off-air than I have on-air as well, which is great. And I've got Toby Harris in the building today with me, talking all sorts of great things regarding recovery right okay toby let's get straight into it so recovery is something that we hear about all the time and when we hear about about recovery there are so many different things but one of the things that is probably trending is ice versus heat and when is the right time Mm -hmm. to use it firstly what are the benefits of ice versus heat so they can often be used together So you
1: can have hot-cold therapy or they can be used separately and independently of one another. Um, They have a different way of affecting the the body or the muscles. So if you have a a new or acute issue, typically you want to use ice. Say, for example, you you sprain your ankle or you have a tendonitis, like an inflammation of a a tendon in a muscle. Um, Ice is going to help get rid of or reduce some of that inflammation. So um, ice is going to restrict the blood flow to that area and just... make things contract a little bit or constrict a little bit and reduce the buildup of that inflammation that can then further damage the muscle and give you the pain. Um, And also everybody knows when you put ice against the skin or what have you, that coldness is going to create sort of numbness. That's going to help again with relieving your pain. Um, Heat, uh, typically if you have a long-standing, so more chronic type condition, heat's going to help. The way that that works is it's going to warm up and relax the muscle and when you put uh let's say you put a heat pack on or a hot water bottle on a on a muscle or a body part and then take it away typically it's red Mm -hmm. because the blood flow has has rushed in there to to go to the warmth um and what that new blood flow is going to do or that increased blood flow is going to help with the cell recovery and with the muscle recovery so they're they're same, same, but different. Um, mm. And I, I noticed that, or I mentioned that uh, hot and cold are also used together as well. I was going to so, ask you. Con- like contrast therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually my friends went somewhere this morning where they were jumping from uh, a cold bath to a hot bath and a cold bath to a hot bath to get that contrast. What's the benefits um, of that? So what that does is it really stimulates the blood flow. Mm. Um, it's kind of making the the vessels within the body... Uh, Self pump. So when you jump in the cold, everything contracts, it gets real, real tight. Um, And then when you go into the warmth, everything really opens again. Um, So it's bringing the the blood flow in and then restricting it, bringing the blood flow in, then restricting it. Um, And it creates a stimulus within the body that helps with recovery. Mm. Um, And also typically with cold as well, there's a lot of cryotherapy stuff going on at the moment where um, it helps you feel younger. Uh, It helps with hair growth, nail, nail growth it um, uh, betters your sleep, that kind of thing, because of the way that um, it shocks uh, the body and the way that it helps sort of kickstart some of that, that blood flow and that recovery system within the body.
0: Yeah, very cool. I, I like that. contrast. You said contrast therapy? Yeah, contrast therapy, hot very cold cool. therapy. Very, yeah. very cool. And I was going to ask you, when is the right time to use ice for recovery? Good question. Um, lots of people like to use it
1: Uh, pretty much directly after activity. Um, So uh, I used to play a lot of rugby um, and there would be ice baths ready to go in the changing rooms uh, after we'd played rugby. Um, So we would do our high intensity activity. Uh, We're hot, we're sweaty, our muscles are tired, they're fatigued. We're going to jump in the ice bath to reduce some of that inflammation that's gone on within the muscles because we've pushed things through uh, a pretty strenuous bit of activity. By jumping in the ice bath, the the goal is that when you come out of that, not only do you feel a bit more sort of rejuvenated having done that, um, but we're reducing some of the inflammation that's going to happen within the muscles that we've just worked, um, and that's going to help with reduction in pain over the following days. Mm -hmm. Um, Also the ice baths Oh, I've lost my trailer thought.
0: So, actually, what I was going to ask you is, you tell me about the right time to use ice and straight after Mm. the activity. But when is the right time to use heat?
1: The right time to use heat. Again, another good question. Typically, like I touched on earlier. Um, if you've had a long-standing condition, like you know you have a problem, say, for example, you have a, a shoulder issue and you're going to go into the gym and pump your chest and pump pump your shoulders or your yeah. arms, um, getting a good warm-up in um, on that area. So if you have a condition or an injury or an issue already, mm-hmm. getting some heat into that area so that it's a little bit more supple, uh, there's a little bit more blood flow in there already to help you perform that activity. That's when it's going to help. So you might want to... We all know what a warm-up is. Yeah. Uh, say you've got a stiff back and you're going to go play football you want to do a good warm-up heat that area
0: up before you get started yeah i like that that's really cool do do specific sports require either ice or heat when it comes down to recovery
1: in in my experience no it's not specific necessarily to the sport Mm -hmm. um but maybe the uh, the activity that that person has been doing they might be and the issues or injuries that they have they might be best suited to um, warmth as opposed to cold or vice versa yeah um I personally like ice baths yeah. for for my recovery after I've done activity. Yeah. Um. But I also know if I'm feeling a little bit achy, a little bit stiff, maybe on my off day yeah. for my recovery, I'll go to the sauna. Yeah. Because it's going to heat me up. It's going to make me sweat. It's going to make me feel nice and relaxed and loose. And I can stretch in there too. It's going to better that stretching. Yeah. So I like a little bit
0: of both. Yeah, because I, I was trying to think of the contrasting things. You mentioned rugby earlier. And when you said rugby, I thought, oh, I definitely need ice for that. But then I was thinking of things like jiu-jitsu for example and i was thinking whether heat would be would be good for that so i i don't
1: do jiu-jitsu i don't know a lot about it Mm. but um, I know some people that do and they're often talking about I don't know getting put into positions where they're in an arm bar or their yeah. knee is locked and twisted yeah. um, if after that because they're putting a joint all the way through an extreme range of movement yeah. if after that you're a little bit sore a little bit achy in some of those areas ice is probably going to be best uh, on those on those joints and on those areas to reduce the inflammation yeah. on the flip side of that you could look at warmth being something great because it's going to keep things uh, soft and supple you've just pulled something all the way into its extreme range of movement maybe you got put in a lock that's, that's twisted your knee in a certain way yeah um you could argue that the warmth is going to help keep everything around that and nice and soft, nice and supple. So when you go to do it again, you've got that range of movement.
0: Yeah, love that. Love that. Really good. Right, we've got one more segment coming up. Uh, Mustafa, and uh, who was to ask me? And Fahad, I'm going to ask you a question in An I'm going to ask you a question in him right after the break. I'm going to play you a tune and we'll be right back after this. Enjoy, folks. This is The Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. Oh, 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 nice. 95 Oh, he loves the fire. Them. What the dog? This is the halftime show with Omar Alduri on Pulse 95. Nice strike. Oh, better than nice. Wonderful. Uh, let's get ready to rumble. Yes, we are back. You know what? This show is- Flown today And we were talking about Recovery If you're just tuning in And kicking yourself For missing the show Don't worry You can catch all our episodes On podcasts Apple, Spotify SoundCloud Or on Rami Or if you prefer a visual Head over to the YouTube Pulse95 radio channel we got all of our guests On our shows There on the halftime show We've got mental health Gut health And how important The brain is To the mind as exercise is to the body. Make sure you stay tuned uh, for a lot of good stuff that's coming up this week. Right now we've got Toby Harris on the show, and uh, we've been talking about recovery. Toby, a few things here, a few questions our way. Almas asks, "What's your opinion on hyperbaric chamber therapy?" Good question. Well, I didn't even know. I don't even know the answer to that.
1: I can't say I. uh, It's not something that I am specialist in, or I've done a lot of research. in. Yeah, Yeah. So I can't say I. I have much of a, an opinion. My, I love the idea and the concept of uh, cryotherapy. Yes. So jumping into uh, a chamber that's gonna that's gonna shock the system cold. Yes. Um, hyperbaric hyperbaric chamber therapy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, honestly, I don't know enough about to be able to, to have an opinion.
0: Yeah, that, that's fair. And actually, sometimes it requires us to actually try something to really get the full gist of it. As much as we read about it, research it, or even kind of hear what our friends say about it on social media, it's kind of like the normal thing. Was Have you tried that out? No, I haven't. All right, let me go try it out. <laughs> that's something that maybe both of us will look into. Maybe we'll go together, actually, and try it out. Um, Mustafa was saying, and cryo chamber, which is exactly what he, what he just said. And um, also... Boxing. So Mustafa, you asked me about boxing and regarding, I think that was uh, regarding what's best, ice or heat. Mm. And for a specific sport, we spoke about it earlier on the show. Does boxing, in in your opinion, having dealt with UFC fighters, I've seen it on your page as well. um, Do you find they respond better to different treatments? Um,
1: Yes. Uh, Typically fighters, they love the hands-on treatment, the hands-on therapy, and they're Mm -hmm. used to receiving... uh, blows to the body so the the pain aspect of say a deep tissue massage or really forcing them into a stretch yeah. they're used to that and and they like it yeah. um actually uh I'm giving some therapy to a two time world champion boxer that's uh in Dubai at the moment training in a camp for a fight and I'm going to ask him his preference uh in terms of this type of recovery and I'm going to let you know uh, Omar Wicked. and then you can you can let the listeners know his uh, his opinion um Is that but,
0: Carl Frampton? Yes. Brilliant. Yeah, it is. Wicked. Well, actually, uh, something else. You've, you've been doing such wicked stuff, um, and when, and helping so many athletes. Where can we follow you?
1: So, I am uh, fairly active on Instagram. Yeah. So, uh, I'm Toby underscore DXB SM. That's mm-hmm. DXB like the
0: like the city yep. SM and uh, DXB sports massage too. Fantastic, fantastic, amazing. And have you got anything coming up in terms of like initiatives or events that you're doing anytime soon?
1: Yeah. So. I'm working on something at the moment with uh, with a hotel brand uh, here in the UAE, um, where we're going to be, introducing um, stretching mm-hmm. wellness and um, sort of reset and mental refocusing um, into a, a concept where you can arrive at the venue um, you get a smoothie and breakfast you get a yoga or a stretching session you get access to the pool in the venues um, when you arrive so you can normally walk into a breakfast anywhere and pay x amount and, and eat all you like mm. um, we're adding something in there where you can get your yoga class thrown in or a protein shake thrown in after a workout so nice. There's a couple of exciting things coming And if you keep looking at my uh, my social media channels Like DXB Sports Massage uh, It will all be posted on there You can see what's coming in the next few weeks
0: Very cool Listen, how was your first radio show?
1: it was fun it's flown by it's gone gone quick yeah I was nervous before we before we got <laughs> in and I'm still a, still a little bit sweaty and on the edge of my yeah, seat but yeah. I've, I've enjoyed it it's been easy
0: no you were great man thank you very much for coming on uh, the show remember guys you can catch us every Monday Wednesday and Saturday and 3 to 4 and also if you do like the content we're on YouTube Pulse95 Radio head over there share like and subscribe we've got some fantastic guests here who actually add so much value not just to the show but to me as well I get to learn some and selfishly i always end up taking something back away from the show um thank you very much toby for coming on the show man you were fantastic thank you and thanks for having me all right guys so that is us for saturday but we will be back on monday three to four same time in the uae on the only place to be at three the halftime show on pulse 95 radio have a fantastic day guys and i will see you soon peace and love all the best <music>